Today, I want to talk about how to use NVC to talk with somebody about a polarizing, controversial topic, and especially when they have the exact opposite belief system as you. Now, I think this is very relevant today. There's a lot going on in the world, and there's... It seems like for the last few years, we've, we've had some very polarizing issues. First, it was Trump. Now it's the vaccine. And I'm sure it's going to, could possibly go on and on with new things. So it's going to be a good skill set. Now, I'm not going to try to express my opinion. I have my own opinion, but I think that's irrelevant to this podcast. What I want to do is just provide some insight and techniques on how to deal with issues like this. So I had a question from a listener and she wanted to know how to speak with someone who she labeled as um, an anti-vaxxer to protect her six month old. So I just want to discuss um, ways to do with this. Now, it doesn't matter what side of the issue you're on or what issue we're talking about. That's that's irrelevant, like I said. But there's definitely going to be some some themes. So first of all, when you're talking with someone who has the exact opposite belief as you, you want to remove all your assumptions. Okay, just remove them from the equation. Don't assume you know exactly what they think. Don't assume that you know why they think what they do. And don't assume that they're misinformed. Just just take that all to the side. That's that doesn't matter. Those are just opinions. You may, they may or may not be accurate, but they're not going to be helpful to imply those or is to have those present in your thinking. What you do want to do is work to understand actually how they do what they think and why they think what they do. That's going to be important. It's going to also be important to uncover what their true need is, like what is really behind these thoughts or this conflict that you're trying to resolve. And then you also want to do the same thing with yourself. You really want to know what is really important. Now, in her um, question, she wanted to, she said, like, it's important to her because she wants to convince them to get the vaccine to protect her six-month-old. And my suggestion was, I would not try ever to convince anybody of anything. It's just, it's not our place to convince people of things, in my opinion. But what we can do is just understand where they're coming from, and then we can express to them where we're coming from. And then maybe when we both have more clarity Things will change and things will happen and more understanding will happen. But if you're, if you're coming in with the intent to change their mind, I think that's going to be extremely challenging and difficult. It's hard. It is hard to change someone's mind. But clarity sometimes does it. Presence sometimes does it because a lot of times we are misinformed and we're jumping to conclusions and we don't really know why we think what we do. But when we have like a really powerful conversation with someone, that when we're not triggered and not emotional, and then a greater understanding comes, and then minds will change. But it's not up to us to try to change their mind. We just want to get to, to a win-win solution. And likely, someone will get triggered, okay? So we want to be ready. Now, sometimes these conversations just happen in the moment. Sometimes we can prepare for them. We know they're going to happen. And if we know in advance that they're going to happen, I would recommend thinking about what could go wrong, and then preparing some emergency empathy statements uh, so, so you can just be ready to use them in the heat of the moment. 
for instance, like, are you feeling annoyed because you think I am misinformed? Right. That's possible. That's a good one to have in your back pocket. Are you upset because you think I am purposely misrepresenting the data? Okay, maybe that's why they're upset. Remember, we're just emergency empathy. We guess how they feel and why. We don't have to be accurate. It's not agreeing or disagreeing. It's just identifying why they are triggered in that moment. Because once we identify that, they feel heard and understood. They will calm down, most likely. That's what we all do when we're heard and understood. And then we can go back to having a uh, conscious discussion using NBC. Or maybe, uh, are you feeling angry because you think I don't understand where you're coming from? Right? So these are just... These are just potential ones that you can have. And this can be helpful because in the heat of the moment, sometimes it's hard to think straight. So prepare if you can. If you can't, that's fine. Just, be, just do what you can. Um, another thing she said in this question was, it's tough because they may have a different definition of facts and may be triggered by things that I think are just factual statements. So, so that's common, right? And I think that's, that's an important thing. But here's what I recommend um, how to, here's what I recommend. Facts actually don't change. Okay. Opinions do change. Science changes. And if you listen closely to, to the way scientists speak and oftentimes doctors, or if you listen, if we look, read a study and you see what their results are, a lot of times they very rarely say a factual statement. Usually it's may or likely or could prevent or may result in less deaths, you know, possibly up to 50%, right? It's always using may or could because once you start looking at science, you realize science changes. Nothing, barely anything is black and white. So when you're speaking about these things, you want, instead of, you want to make sure you're using, you're, you're using factual statements when it's a fact or you're phrasing things that are not factual statements as facts. So for instance, if you say, well, 50% uh, or this, say the vaccine prevents 50% of deaths. But then, but, but if the study actually said it may prevent, then what you really want to say, the most impeccable way to word that, I recommend being, well, according to this study, it says the vaccine may prevent up to 50%. Now, that's a factual statement. That's never going to change because the study said that. Okay, so that's, that's a fact. But it's not a fact that it will prevent 50% because science changes, as we have all seen. Everything changes like every week. So it's really hard to pin down. So the more factually you can phrase things, the less triggering it will be. And I think the more easier it will be to get to the heart of these situations. Even, and then another thing, so this is, I think this is complicated because science does change. And sometimes, you know, for instance, let's say the masks issue. You can find studies, and I've looked, you can find studies that say masks work, and you can find studies that say masks don't work. So what do you do then? Well, you have to understand on, on situations like this, you, you're, you may not come to an agreement. You may have to get to a place where you're like, okay, we agree to disagree. But still, what you want to do then is just, okay, so what's the prime issue? What are we really trying to, how do we find a win-win situation even though we disagree? Okay, and that's, that's what you can use NVC for. That's why you don't want to come in the win is not to change their mind. The win is to find a win-win solution where everybody feels heard and understood and their true need, their core need is, is uh, attended to and they feel good about it. So sometimes you can find studies on both ways. Now, now this may take work, maybe may more work than you want, but 
you, you have to sometimes go into these studies and see what did they do? Was it peer reviewed? Was it a double blind study? Was it just a review? Was it a meta analysis? Is it going against years of established science? Who funded it? And then when you, if, when you look at studies, they'll also say what the, 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 there's a section usually that has like the shortcomings of the study and you read that. Now, not everybody's going to want to put that much energy into these talks, but this is an important issue. So I personally have, I've, I've gone deep into uh, reading studies and at first it was really hard to understand them and now I have a, a greater understanding of them. And I feel more confident in my beliefs because I'll go into these studies and do that. But not everybody has to do that. So if you're like, um, there's no way I'm ever going to be reading studies, I just trust this person. That's fine, that's according to you, but then speak about that. So when you say, well, I believe this, you say, well, this person, instead of saying you know, a statement like, oh, well, vaccines work or vaccines don't work or masks work or masks don't work, right? You say, well, according to this person who is a doctor or who is a scientist and is very established, they say this and I believe them, Okay. Those are all factual statements. They said this. I believe them. Boom. Not that what they say is correct because we don't know. But if you want to, if you trust this person, then that's what your belief system is, is, is based on. Then that's at least you're being impeccable with your word. You're not claiming you know anything. You're not claiming they're masters of the universe and know everything and are infallible. You're just saying, I believe them. They said it. I believe them because of this. And so these are the ways that we can speak about these very triggering topics without, you know, with the minimal triggering, right? So you just want to make sure that you're speaking with factual statements. Things change. Sometimes even you read these studies and the study gets retracted. This has happened several times. There was a huge study come, that came out of the Lancet about a certain therapeutic and it influenced a lot of people. And then it got retracted because it was basically a very bad study and wasn't based on anything. And, and the Lancet retracted it. It was one of the biggest retractions in history. So we have to just account for this. These are complicated issues. The whole world is thinking about it. And it doesn't seem like it doesn't <laughs> it's it doesn't seem like there's any uh, easy 100 percent solutions. So what we can do is just know why we think what we do, know what we think and know what it's based on. And so when you're in this discussion with somebody who has a directly opposite view as you, your, your, my recommendation is just to find out first what they think and why. So you might say something like, oh, the situ here's a situation that we're dealing with, right? I'm feeling concerned because I don't understand why you think what you do. And I, I want to understand it. So could you explain to me where your belief that they work or don't work is coming from? Right. So that was that was all the steps of NVC in there. Just trying to, you know, you want to never imply they're bad or wrong or misinformed. Give them the benefit of the doubt. There's so much information out there. Hopefully they're basing it on something that and then you can discuss it. Now, sometimes when you ask somebody what they think and why they're going to get triggered right away. And a lot of times that's because they think it. They have a, an emotional attachment to their belief. And they don't really remember why they think what they do. So I would prepare for that. And if that happens, if you're just asking them to clarify and they get triggered, I'm like, why are you always why you know this get angry, start attacking? Okay. Boom. Use emergency empathy. Dodge their insults. Don't take them personal. Just project yourself into them. Be like, okay, how would I feel and why would I feel that way if I was saying what they're saying to me right now? 
you know, and it might be something like, are you feeling upset because you think I'm implying you don't know what you're talking about? Or are you feeling frustrated because you're not sure where you got this information from? Um, you know, things like that. And just and just just keep trying until you identify until they feel heard and understood. Then go back to NBC. Remember, logic doesn't work when someone's triggered. Facts don't matter when someone's triggered. All that really matters is doing what you can so that they know that you understand how they feel and why. That just calms things down. And then you can go back to NBC. So so say you ask them to clarify why they think what they do and they got triggered. You used NBC to calm them down. And now you understand that they... And so then if they can't cite where they're getting their information from, then, then I would recommend the next thing to do is to try to understand like, okay, what they think. Okay, so we've established you're not really sure where you got your data or your belief system from. But just let's see, let me, let's find out what exactly you think. So then that would be the next goal. You know, you could say, okay, so I understand you don't really know where you're getting the data, but I'm feeling um, still confused and I really want to understand just your position. So would you tell me if this statement is true to you or not? And you could say, you believe this. And if they're like, yes, that's exactly what I believe. Okay, boom, that's, that's, a, that's progress. Now they know that you know how they feel and, and what they think. So they can feel like rested. They don't feel like they need to interrupt and, and tell you what they think. You've established, okay, now that's what you think. And we've also established you're not sure why. Or maybe they did tell you, well, according to this doctor, according to the CDC, according to the WHO, according to this study. Great, we're having, we're having a discussion. We're, we're, we're learning. Then you come back to yourself. Okay, okay. Remember, NBC, fact, feeling, why, specific requests. So you say, okay, well, I just read this study that came out of England. And in the study, it says that according to them, this many people died and this many people, whatever the data is. And now I'm, based off that data, I'm feeling concerned that if I do what you want me to do, that's not, that's, that, that goes against, that, that's not going to work for me. So do you understand where I'm coming from? So, so remember, what, what are we doing? We're just trying to really, we're not trying to change anybody's mind. We're just trying to clarify what we believe and why, and then uncover what the real need is. And once you've established how they think and why, and then, you've, and then, and then you work to explain to them how you feel and why. And if you can get to that point of like, okay, I understand what you think and I understand why you think it. I still disagree. Maybe they agree. Probably not. But, but now you can clarify what the need is. So for this lady, it was to protect her six-month-old son. You know, it seems like the, the debate is individual freedoms and rights and choices as opposed to protecting the group, to protecting others. So you can clarify like, okay, well, what, what is the real issue? Is it that... You are scared that if I'm unvaccinated, I might expose you and then you may expose um, an elderly person that you regularly visit. And maybe you can be like, OK, well, you only visit them on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. So how about we just don't interact on Tuesdays and Wednesdays? Maybe that's a solution that solves everything. You still have different belief systems, but the core issue was solved. Or maybe the actual issue when uncovered is like a cruise. It's like, OK, well, the issue really is that you can't come with me on this cruise unless you get vaccinated. And say the person's not going to get vaccinated. And then, but what, what's the deeper issue? The deeper issue is spending time together. So maybe they say, okay, well, I'm not changing my mind. You're not changing your mind. But how about this? 
You do the cruise, maybe with someone else or whatever, and then we schedule something else. We go to the beach or we do this. You just look for a win-win solution. And, and those are uncovered because we've, we've established how we feel and what the true need is. And, and we got past being triggered. This is how we can work through these things. Um, another tricky part in this is, you know, definitions of words seem to change. And that's just something we have to deal with. And sometimes the definition is a bit nebulous. So this can come out. This is why, like, someone has a belief and they say, well, this is I believe this because of this data. And maybe the other person's like, OK, now I understand where you're coming from. And that makes sense. However, there's also this piece of data. For instance, someone might say, um, well, 90 percent of the hospitals are filled up with unvaccinated. And I heard that on CNN from this person. And then the other person who has a different belief may say, okay, well, what is the definition of unvaccinated? Because it's a little tricky. Well, someone might assume that unvaccinated means a person who's never taken any vaccines, but it's actually not. According to the CDC, you are considered unvaccinated until two weeks after your second shot. So that changes things, right? This is where clarity and understanding come in and how you have to interpret the data. So... The bottom line is this. We're not trying to convince anybody of anything. What we want to do is uncover the true need of the other person. We want to be ready to do emergency empathy if they feel triggered. Don't take anything personal. We just really want to clarify how they feel and why, what they think and what they're basing their, th their thinking on. And we want to be able to express what we think and why we think what we do. And once we can get there, we can uncover what the true need is. What, what's, what's really the core issue? And from there, we can find a win-win, hopefully. It is tricky, um, but it is, you know, very relevant and it's doable. So hopefully that helps you guys a little bit on this uh, controversial topic. But um, yeah, feel free to send in any questions. I, um, I got my book available on Amazon and I'm a podcast available, The Art of NVC. The book is called The Art of Nonviolent Communication. It's on Amazon, ebook, audiobook, paperback. And I got a, a, a Patreon where you can sign up. I've added some new tiers. There's a, a practice group once a month. There's a private session once a month. There's a four session um, a month thing and a 12 session a month tier. So, yeah, I'm just trying to see what works, what doesn't work. Um, yeah. So. Good luck on your adventures, and I'll talk to you soon.